Blog Talk Radio. Do, do what you want to. Twitter. 
groupie love She don't care, she follow me Frequently I follow her She don't mind, she think I'm fine I am her favorite follower Twitter after dark is where I told her I would swallow her And she said the same At this point I think a lot of her She sent me a pic so I could start to see a lot of her She ain't have no clothes on so I could see a lot of her Think I hit the lotto, bro Make a million power ball I've been around a lot of times Shorty worth a dollar Shape up, 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 shape up
Up and did it, did it wrong, cause they not around. Let them talk pretty soon, they'll quiet down. No match, you need a lighter for this. Easy catch, you need a fire who pitch. Shows out of state, she don't wanna relate. No, rather stay home, baby, I can relate.
The American Empire has fallen and landed in the hands of a few willing men. Desperate for resolution, three factions mercilessly fight to take back what they believe is rightfully theirs. But there is a game being played and someone is in control. These men don't know who it is, but they have their suspicions. and search for answers, these are their missions. Do you want a book that keeps you on your toes and leaves you guessing? Then Missions, Worn Windmills by Mark Needham is for you. 
Missions, War and Windmills by Mark Needham is available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNobles.com, and Facebook.com slash Missions the Book. Inner City Strength is a memoir following a basketball phenom's life from abuse to glory. Basketball represented an escape for Dwight Slaughter, so much so that he wrote it all the way to notoriety. Inner City Strength is Slaughter's riveting story. Slaughter graduated from Verbum Day High School in Watts, a school with one of the top ten most successful basketball teams of all time. In 1972, Dwight Slaughter was voted number one high school player in the country by Sports Magazine. Slaughter was interviewed by sports reporter legend Howard Cosell on his popular show Sportsbeat and in his book I Never Played the Game. 60 Minutes anchor Morley Schaefer, John Chancellor from World News Nightly, ESPN, and Sports Illustrated named Slaughter one of the top 100 basketball players in the state of California. Slaughter's gripping memoir takes the reader into his personal life of abuse, betrayal, and murder. Get his book now on Amazon, iTunes, and Barnes & Noble, Inner City Strength. Destiny Calls, the debut novel by Connor K. Gray. Here's what reviewers are saying. It's an action-packed page turn. It grabs your attention right from the beginning and leaves you wanting more. Lots of twists and turns that will keep you on your toes. Gray does an amazing job at connecting his readers with his characters. It was hard to put this book down simply because I wanted to know what was going to happen next. This novel is available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook formats. Check your local bookstores or Amazon.com. Thank you for calling. Hi there, I'm the X-Man, Xavier Paul. I'm a national network voiceover talent. You've heard my voice represent hundreds of brands and businesses for the past 15 years. Well, now it's your turn. You see, I understand how important it is to promote your business or event in the right way. That starts with quality radio spot production and the nation's top voiceover talent. As a business owner, you might wonder, how do I get started? What's the best approach? What voice talent do I use? And most importantly, can I do it affordably? That's why I created CoolVoiceRadio.com. At CoolVoiceRadio.com, I take you to the finish line, giving you everything you need to advertise effectively on the radio. And I'll walk you every step of the way with my personal one-on-one consultation. I'll help you create your concept, write your spot, Even choose your music and cast your voice talent and get it aired on the radio. Now that's cool. Email me today at info at coolvoiceradio.com or call 646-326-7800. That's 646-326-7800 or info at coolvoiceradio.com because nothing beats the right sound. All right, let's wild out Wednesday. See on Real Talk with D. Um, we have our first guest in the building. We have Miss Kim Cameron. Um, Kim, how you doing? How you doing today? I'm doing great. Oh, that's good. Now, um, for our listeners who may not know who Kim Cameron is, can you tell listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm a singer and songwriter. I am part of a band called Side Effects. Um, we are a Dance band um, who, let's see, we've had a couple of um, top 20 um, Billboard dance charting hits. We um, just released our seventh album where we have uh, now three number one charting songs on some of the DJ 
um, pool charts, and uh, we're currently starting a residency down in Miami um, in two weeks. Okay. So, um, in, in what time are you going to, you said a residency, could you explain that, I guess, for the listeners? Um, sure. What that is? So, um, we're basically, every Tuesday night, we're going to be at a club called House of Rock down in Miami, um, kind mm-hmm. of in the heart of Miami, where uh, we're going to make it an all-dance Tuesdays for people who love to do something besides nothing, especially in the summertime. It's it's fun to, to have something to do during the week. And uh, so my band is, um, there are three musicians, and then we have two dancers. And so it's a very high-energy show, lots of lots of glitter, lots of lights, <laughs> but we have a really good time. Okay, that, that sounds like a very good time. And um, how did you get um, into, um, you know, musical or, or whatever? You know, is this something that you've done all along? Is this something that you were led to, you know, do different life experience? Like what, you know, how did you even get involved with singing the music and stuff? Well, I, I've always been in music. I mean, I started out playing the clarinet at the uh, old age of six. And uh, so I've always been, you know, I was I started out in marching bands and kind of mm-hmm. graduated into musical theater. And, and then I was in a host of cover bands. The original project I didn't start until about 2008. And... Um, it's because I had a brother-in-law who was going through a, a kind of a tough time. I ended up writing a song about it, and I found it very therapeutic, the whole songwriting process, and decided to mm-hmm. take it in to a studio. I'd never you know, been in a studio before, and and the guys in there said, hey, you know, you know, this, this is pretty good. Why don't you, you know, I'll, why don't I recommend a, a producer to you? And I found... Um, this guy out of uh, Washington, D.C., where I was living at the time. And he was a great, you know, first producer for me. And we ended up producing an entire album um, called Contradictions. And immediately it was, um, there were four songs on there that was picked up by American Airlines in-flight programming. So I was pretty excited about that. And so I, I got the bug. I was like, wow, this original music stuff is really fun. And interesting and creative and and i still get to do music but i get to do music the way i want to do music mm-hmm. so i'm now seven albums deep um and like a drug you know i i can't uh stop writing and i <laughs> i can't stop performing so um you know oh, it's, I it's one of those things man you said in-flight music so so what do you mean like um American Airlines, I like the, like, is it like, um, you know, that music you hear on the elevator type thing or, or what? It, the, well, you know, when you're in, when you're, um, I mean, now they have different choices that you can listen to serious and things like that, depending on the airline, but, uh-huh. um, they had in-flight programming and you would just kind of choose which channel. So obviously my mm-hmm. music was on the pop channel, and so they had um, each month they had put on a different song, which was great. I mean, uh, first out of the gate and being on American Airlines was like a, a really you know big feather in my cap. Oh, that that definitely is a, definitely a big accomplishment, man. Isn't it amazing how much you can do in, in the music? You know, because uh, you know years ago, and it seems like you came up through that. You know, you know, like years ago where you had your only real options were like to you know kind of jump with like a major record label. You know, that that's what that was the deal. But now you have like so many different options that you can use 
Um, do you think that's you know helped the music business? And, and, and so, you know, what, what do you think that's helped? All the well, I think like, it's, it's given opportunity to people that wouldn't have opportunity unless they were signed to a major label. Um, but it also has leveled out the playing field because, you know, there's so much now out there, right? And you have mm-hmm. so many places to go to listen to it because of online radio and Internet. Um, you know, it's a good and bad. It, it's great because there's lots of opportunity now to have your music played. Mm-hmm. It's bad because, I mean, some of these Internet stations have playlists that are about, you know, 3,000 deep. Well, you're going to get maybe one spin in two months, right? So it's wow. So you're you're you know you're trying to get yourself out there as much as possible, and and obviously the the ultimate goal is get heard, get heard, get heard. But and part of the reason why we all love internet radio and and some of the NPR stations is they have such great variety. But from an artist who's trying to get heard, somebody hearing your song once maybe isn't quite as many times as you want it heard. So it's a you know you're it's um it's not a catch 22 but it just it it makes it uh you have more avenues out there um but it's still mm-hmm. pretty challenging. Oh no, I understand I I I see both sides of it, you know, because um you know from 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 the um the the artist who's just now uh, like say you've been doing your seven albums in but the artist who's just starting out it is it's great for them because they're like, you know, any exposure you can get, you know how it is when you're starting out, you, you'll take any any exposure you can get. Now, for the exactly. artist who's seasoned and who's been doing this for a while, because I just spoke to one, uh, you know, recently, and, 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 and you know, they, they flirted a certain kind of way. And, you know, they said, because it's not a bad thing, because they said, hey, when they were starting out, they wish they would have had all these opportunities. But they said, now they're seasoned, they, they've been doing it a while. It's like, you know, so on one hand, it's great, but on the other hand, it's kind of, you know, it's, they feel kind of like in the middle. They're kind of on the fence because it's like, well, dang, you know, so many people coming up really had to put the work in that they had to, you know? So it's yeah. kind of like, yeah, so on, on that aspect of it, it's like it's an unfair event because it's like, man, if I'd have had this when I got started, you know, I'd have been so much further along in my career. So, and I, and I say, you know, that that's one of those things, you know, that you can't get around where, you know, technology has advanced and stuff like that. You know, I, I do think from this aspect, though, for you can, because um, I've heard of um, artists who really don't have a lot of record sales, but they're still getting, you know, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars a show. Yep. So I mean, I, 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 know I think from those that aspect are of it, hmm? those are getting fewer and farther between. Um, I'd love to hear more of those getting, you know, um, that kind of money because it's certainly the musicians um, deserve it. But, you know, they, a lot of musicians in a lot of cities are competing with bands who are, again, trying to get that audience and to be heard. So they, you know, they play for beer. And uh, that it just degrades the entire, when, when bands do that, then no, everybody loses. Um, they think they're not, you know, losing, but really ultimately everybody loses when the industry then thinks you're kind of like the news or you they think you're like air where everything should be free. Oh yeah, you said yeah, that doesn't work that way. You know, not in the um not not in the not in the business like I said I know starting out a lot of people got to do it, you know, without um, you know, getting getting paid, but I feel like once you kind of become somewhat established, 
you know, um, I think it's kind of a, you know, uh, insult for, you know, a, a venue to try to get you to perform for free. Because, you know, once you establish you're a professional and, you, and, you, and you're doing this professionally and it's not like a, a hobby anymore type thing, then, you know, to me, it's just like that. To me, it's kind of an insult for, you know, and, and you know, it's a film of being there. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, the DMAs comes calling like perform, but that's something totally different. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not like uh, something that that level of that caliber. I feel that hey, you you need to be compensated for that. You know. Yeah. That's just you know that's my opinion. Yeah, it's a it's you know it's a slippery slippery slope, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I I I'd I'd love to see us get past this. Um, you know this this where we're at right now which is it's people aren't totally appreciating what music's about they've they um and so the, in, in many respects the internet has has sort of hurt that just like american idol i think hurt the music industry because all of a sudden everybody said oh well you know if i just sing really well then i can be rich and famous and mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't work that way um and and there's you know there's a ton of work behind all of that stuff, but um, people don't necessarily see that. Oh wow, yeah, and I think that um, a lot of the time the thing that um, gets a lot of artists that the, uh, matter of fact I just had this come like I said I just come through they said you know that's kind of that's kind of <laughs> in a way it's unfair because now you got like uh, you can become like an overnight celebrity these days because you know you can just kind of go in there. You can upload a song on YouTube if it's kind of catchy or, or something like that, or iTunes or something like kind of catchy. Well, o- overnight, like literally overnight, you become a success. I, I, um, we were talking about who that they had, like, um, it's this guy on the internet, right? Um, he makes these little jokes and he goes, guide him, right? Uh, a celebrity oh, yeah. tweeted his little, his little thing, and I mean, literally overnight, the thing goes viral, and he's like a, he becomes a celebrity just like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, you know, and this, it it's um and that's the that's the the catch 22 when it comes to internet, I think. You know, it's uh there are those what seems to be overnight. A lot of them aren't really overnight, but it does seem to be a lot of overnight um because the internet once it spreads, it spreads. Um, mm-hmm. But it's kind of like looking at you know ducks on a pond. Underneath they're really pedaling, pedaling, pedaling really fast, but it looks uh-huh. like they're just sort of gliding along. Well, yeah, that 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 could be you know a lot of the case. A lot of times that is the case. People have been uh, you know doing this thing for years, and and then a lot of times, like I said, we the masses, we as the mass, we just have to may have not heard of that person, but they, but, you know, in their local or regional area, everybody kind of knows who they are. And then when it, like, um, I get problems with them, it was a guy back, um, I think back in 05, um, he signed that big deal with Universal, Pastor Troy, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but um, I had knew who this guy was since, like, 1998. That's just because I was in Atlanta and had, you know, been hearing this music. You understand what I'm saying? But then, like, when he, yep. when he, when he comes out, it's, it's, and um, everybody said, oh, my God, this guy passed Detroit. And I was like, that's the guy's music I was playing back in 98. I was trying to tell you about this guy, but nobody wanted to hear it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's true. And and there, there, are, uh, there are so many stories like that. You're absolutely right. 
and it, you know they don't realize that this this guy's been been working it for years before you know he finally broke. Oh yeah, exactly. So I mean, you know, in his eyes, he's like you know about time. But everybody else, is like, oh, my, we, you know, where'd this guy come from? You know what I mean? <laughs> you look at him like this overnight success story, and then you know, unless you knew about him or you go find out the backstory, you say, well, man, you, you you know, you find out like, well, man, this guy's been doing this for you know, like um, I talked to a guy. Um, we had a guy on the show who um, I think his name was a uh, Ray Reels. Yeah, he just he produced the, he did that song with uh, Nicki Minaj and um, Beyonce, right? He's the guy who produced oh, yeah, the song. Yeah. Now, I'm a lot of people just hear this guy because I'm being honest with you, I hadn't really heard of the guy, you know, because until recently, okay, did the show and kind of kind of find out the guy's been doing this thing since he was a teenager. You understand what I'm saying? So he's like 15 years in, but wow. you, know, you you just now hearing of him because he he did that big song Beyonce. He, he produced like a song with like Will I Am or the Black Eyed Peas and Britney Smith and people like that, right? So now people are really starting to hear about this guy, but and then I you know, I'm talking to him getting the backstory. This guy's been at this thing, you know, like fifteen plus years. But he's just now getting the accolades, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, it's you know but you the alternative is that you don't try. Um but it's you know it's it's kind of I'm I'm torn because I really do encourage people who want to be really into the music to to mm-hmm. to get into music, but I also think there's a lot of people who have gotten into music that are not really ready to be there. Um, we've created these fun little tools, and you know Apple has given us GarageBand and all these funky things, and they. They think, well, if I create a beat, um, then then I can I can be the next Beyonce or whatever. And it doesn't. It, first of it doesn't work that way. But second, you know, there's there's a skill level that GarageBand can't they can't doctor it up. I mean, at the end of the day, you need to know something about music, regardless of the fact that GarageBand gives you all these nifty little electronic tools you you actually you know for people's ears to be like i love that song you actually have to know something about music to to get to that point i think and i'm sure there are exceptions to that rule but there are so Mm -hmm. few exceptions then um so in in many regards i think yeah it's it's fun that there there's all these new toys out there and and for people to you know learn and get exposure to music in a different way sometimes i think it's too much for you know beginners like i'd like to see them get a little of the basics first before they jump into trying to create their own music oh i i can definitely understand and um for, here's what i i kind of see from you know my my side of this um I, I see it a lot of times, okay, um, when people get, like, kind of thrust into that spotlight. Like, you can tell who's been doing it before. They kind of like uh, like that, that, that whole overnight thing we see that we think it is, okay, but you come to find out some people have been doing it 15 years. But the person who really just started out, it, it usually is too much for them because it's hard to it's hard to duplicate that if, if that's just not you. Now, if you've been working at it for years, and now we're just now getting onto your music. Well, that's something different because you have a track record. You know exactly what you're doing. It was no accident that you know you had that massive success. 
But, you know, on the flip side, you're like a new, you know, it's hard to duplicate that. So you, you kind of see, and you become like a one-hit wonder. Yeah, you had one big song, and then that's kind of it, you know, because yep. you, you didn't have a game plan, and, you know, things were, you didn't have a team in place to capitalize off that success. I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And we see that a lot. Like, you know, have you ever been watching, like, VH1, one of them specials on, like, the one-hit wonders? Oh yeah, those are fun to watch. Oh yeah, they are. (laughs) That's what's kind of going on now, you know. And you know, that's not like a you know a shot to anyone, but that's that's the truth of the matter. You see these people, um, you know, you say, man, these people are in there. You 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 look and then you you go look for their album and stuff, and then they don't even have one. You find out all they ever put out over their whole career is like that one song that that everybody (laughs) was talking about, and then they kind of like disappear, (laughs) and you never really you never hear anything from them again. Nope, nope. That that was it. That was your shot. <laughs> right, <laughs> because it was by accident. You see what I'm saying? It was they weren't. It wasn't by design. Like you can tell. Like okay, uh, you know, because they they say you know uh, success isn't anything but when you know preparation meets opportunity. You can see who's been you know prepping for the opportunity, and you can see who hasn't. You know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I. I um. I'd love to to see um, before you can, I mean, without hampering people, um, I'd I'd love to see there be a a structure in which, okay, first you need to be able to do X, Y, and Z before you can just release anything out there. And that would help with some of the clutter that's out on, you know, iTunes and Amazon and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'd love to see a little bit more of a weeding process out. You know, it used to be that, you know, iTunes and Amazon, those guys wouldn't just take anything. They were actually mm-hmm. selective. And so if you if you had the right production and you, um, you know, if it sounded sounded like a professional song, then you could be distributed. Now you can release it. It doesn't matter what it is at all. <laughs> Man, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm glad you say that because <laughs> it's, uh, is that like a, because, you know, you, we're not going to, you know, pick on anyone. We're not singling anyone out. Is that sometimes like a smack in the face? Because that, I, I mean, because I, I, that's like with anything. You feel like you've been putting in hard work and then this, you know, person comes out here with this whack. I'll say it. You don't have to. Somebody comes out of left field, and their music is just flat out whack. Whack is whack. I don't care how you spin it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They come out of left field yep, with this whack song, and they're able to use these same platforms that you worked so hard to get on. Yep. I I, I couldn't agree more. And, and it's, you know, and I, I'm all for people who want to be artistic, and there's a difference between artistic and just kind of throwing mud against the wall, right? There's, there is mm-hmm. um, a huge difference. But right now, because we allow mud to be thrown against the wall, it it really adds a lot of clutter. Mm-hmm. So that's really talking about that oversaturation, you know. Yep. That That's the thing about the yeah, what see What do you see the record uh, companies going? Because... The, the 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 industry has really changed, and and I think it has a lot to do with that oversaturation you just mentioned. Yes, yes, yeah. I, I you know I just don't see. It's a tough one. Um, 
until they they get control over it. Um, but I think the first fight that's that's got to happen though is is going to be in in good old uh, you know Spotify land, right? Uh, and and Europe mm-hmm. figured it out, but for some reason the U.S. hasn't. But that's that's got to be really what happens is is we've got we've got to get you know since everything's going streaming, we've got to be able to get those royalties, you know, so that that people are right actually making the music get paid. Oh, definitely. And yeah, see, a lot of, uh, see, it, it, it's, it's very, it, it, you know, it's, it's one of those things, it's, it's kind of like very complicated nowadays because, like, like you know, most artists, they, their money thing is to get heard. And then, if hey, if you can make a, you know, you can put it on these uh, different um, platforms and, and make a buck or two, that's, that's all the more reason. They don't, they don't care whether it was a, you know, a good deal, a bad deal. They're just like, my song's out there. You know what I mean? It's out there and people can yep. go yep. to these huge platforms and get it. You know, who cares yep. about the back-end deal because they don't really really understand the business part of it. Yep. And that's why it's called, you know, the record business. But a lot of people don't understand that other side. You know, as far as like, you know, um, the, the, the the new artists out here that's just jumping out here and getting in it, they don't even understand what a royalty is. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. I do. So it's hard and, to tell somebody, and, uh, you know, it's hard for somebody to fight for something they don't really know exists. You know what I mean? Like they don't feel like they're they're losing out on anything because they don't know it exists. They don't understand how the business side of the um, music industry even works. They just know no, I make the music and I load it up on this website and that's it. Right. They they believe that's that then then all the people will come. And my question always when when I have new artists come to me. I said, well, how are they going to come? I said, well, I put it on the web. I said, okay. <laughs> and and what else do you think is on the web? Well, everything's on the web. Exactly. How are they going to find you? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that if you can answer that question, then you're uh, you're going the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't see like that that same game plan. And um, like like I said, it's it's, it's you, you you put it very well when you said it earlier. It's kind of like it's kind of like a double edged sword, somewhat, from my perspective. Because it's like okay, on one hand it's a good thing, but on another hand it's a bad thing because you know how do they set themselves up in the, to be in a position to actually you know um, actually be able to monetize you know their talent, what they're doing. You know, a lot of times it's because the thing that your music kind of gets heard, but you don't really even see any type of real money from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very. You know, it's it. it, That's why we've got to work out the Spotify situation because Mm -hmm. the download numbers, um, the CD numbers. I mean, sales themselves are just they keep going down, 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 and then they're going to be poof gone. Um, because of all of the streaming activity, people are like, "Well, I can stream. I can find the song I want to hear, and I can stream the song," which is true. Um, and I don't have anything against streaming, um, but you know, the <laughs> the streaming payouts. It's like you could have a song played hundreds and hundreds of times, mm-hmm. and your payout is point oh 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 one. Wow, <laughs> you know it's just ridiculous. So it's, um, it, it, it's it's not right, and and they've got, you know, everybody knows it needs to be fixed in the U.S., and mm-hmm. they just they just haven't uh, fixed it. But you know, all it takes is one good lawsuit, right? Um, 
Possibly, possibly. From us, but you know, it's it, man. That is one. That's a sticky situation because, like, on the one hand, you you need some of these platforms to, to even get the music heard, but on, on the other hand, it's like, well, you need to be compensated for your for your effort, especially professionals such as you and your group. Because you guys, you know, did hit the Billboard's top twenty. That's a major accomplishment. You, you, you know what I mean? That's not like that's not like small potatoes. So you know, I definitely anyone who's put that type work in needs to be compensated for you know for for what they're doing. That you know, it, it, and that's not a shot. You know, I'm not taking shots at the at the little guy who's coming up. I'm just saying you know, uh, you, you definitely need to get paid for your efforts when you actually put the work in. And it, that's Absolutely. just that's just being realistic. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You got to pay your dues, but, so you can't just expect to come out of the gate. Well, I need to be paid. Like, what, you know, what did you do to deserve that? You know what I mean? Everybody else had to go through their, you know, they had to basically pay their dues. They had to get their music played for free and, you know, and do shows and stuff like that without being compensated. And here comes somebody who just started out, and they, you know, and they're able to do they're able to do the same thing that someone who's, who's put years and years and actually, you know, actually risen to, like, the top of their their genre or the, you know, got to the top of their craft and they kind of leveled the playing field with, with that person. That, that to me, that, that really isn't fair, you know, and that when you look at it from that, that perspective. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah. I, I, you know, and they've tried to address some of those things. I know that there's been lots of, um, you know, the Norris organization, you know, for the Grammys has been working on the Hill to try to change some of this um, air royalty uh, percentages, which is helpful. And then there are some other folks that have been trying to, similar to what they did for the Actors Guild, trying to do the same kind of pay, you know, a minimum pay for musicians. Um, that one's, you know, I, I've heard people talk about that for years. I haven't seen it take off except for, you know, in things like orchestras, um, you know, that are already associated with a theatrical organization where they're used to that union pay. Um, you mm-hmm. just can't, you just don't see um, that grabbing a hold. But, I, you know, that those are steps in the right direction because if you're you know, the way those unions work is it's going to be based on your experience. So you can't just out of the gate get, you know, the same rate as somebody who's been working their craft for years and years. So you, if we had something like that, it, it would fix some things for sure. Um, but I haven't seen that take off in the in the in music industry side. Not like, Not like it really took off on the acting side. Yeah, um, me personally, I kind of like the way things were back in like the '90s and '80s, far as like, um, far as like um, airplay, because you didn't really too much hear uh, a lot of whack songs on the radio back then. You know, <laughs> I'm just being honest. Now, you know, you turn the radio on, and you're like, what in the? How? And you're sitting there, you're, you're in your mind, like, how did this person get a record? How, how are they even on the radio? This is like the worst song I've ever heard in my life. And I then know, there's five a, there's minutes a later, a song worse than that comes on. You're like, are you kidding me? I I don't even listen to traditional radio. I'm just I'm being straight up. I don't even listen to it because it's that bad. <laughs> it's it. There was a time. Um, was it earlier this year uh, or it was in December? Now I tell you, I they every artist had the same song. They just had it was just like a different voice on it, but it was like mm-hmm. the same 
swish is the same, um, almost the same. Like I could almost sing the same melody line. It was just, the, it all just sounded the same. And I was, I was thinking, the radio got to do something different. They're going to kill us all with, with music. Um, and then, thank goodness, there we got a little bit of variety going on. But they're, you know, to your point, they, they, it's like they stopped trying because they said, well, you know, let's. This one did really well, so let's just copy and paste that song. Um, but in, in, instead of Beyonce singing it, let's have Rihanna sing it. You know, it. it, it but it really, the, the songs were so similar to each other. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. You know, I like that you. Um, and now the the, the pace of music's coming out too. You know, it's like, man, you know, it used to be like you, you had to kind of grow with that artist, you know, and, you know, you, you, you look, you had something to look forward to their next album. Now it's like they put out, they put out an album in the record. If nothing's out the next month, it's, it's kind of like people aren't even talking about it anymore. You know, everything's kind of moving at, at such a fast pace. It's like, man, you know, like, you know, I don't know how we even got to that point and how, you know, from that point, like, you know, I don't even know how we correct that. You know what I mean? I don't even know how that even gets corrected to to get it back to a a, a place where you know, um, being a being a, a, a artist, you know, me, it, it has that same meaning that you know you're you're in a different lane. You're, you're not like um, you know, they let the, the average person, you know, the average Joe Blow just, you know, kind of uh, have the same you know the same rights as the as an established artist, and it's just like wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do. Unfortunately, I do. I do. And um, uh, I think you guys have also, you know, you you tapped into that international market. Um, are you guys uh, able to do like? Are you guys uh, able to like do shows overseas as well, or is it just like the music that gets played, or do you guys go over there to like the UK and Ireland and we're, you know places like that and do and perform? We are. Um, we do have an agent over in the UK who is mm-hmm. trying very hard to uh, get us a European tour, and we do have a following over there. So it's a definitely a place that is on our bucket list to to tour. Um, I've performed only once over in London uh, for a private event um, last year or the year before, and it was it was a hoot. So I'd love to to do it again, but I'd love to do a whole. Um, European tour. We definitely have, you know, some great radio play going on. The last single, a couple months ago, which is still getting airtime, Drive was on like 95 different uh, European stations, and we just released mm-hmm. the song Never, and Never is the last one on this seventh album. And it this week we launched it, and we got picked up by half a dozen. Um, European stations, and then we got on four mix shows. So um, here in the U.S., so um, you know, it's it, I, I, the people I talk to um, when I'm out and about. They um, we have a little bit of a branding problem where people have heard our music. We're played a lot, like in restaurants and stores and things like that, and we've been on. Uh, music's been on a um, number of TV shows, so people say, "Oh, I've heard your music. I just never knew who who the band was." And mm. so, um, yeah, it's it's one of those things where we we just have to get our 
our get the music and the name together because right now they're they seem to be a little bit separated. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. And um, it seems it seems like you guys. So so you and the band have been together. Um, how long have you, you and, and the band all been together? Since two thousand and eight. So we're going on you know six years, six, seven mm-hmm. seven years, I guess. I can't count. <laughs> Um, and we haven't killed each other yet, so that's good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going, I was, cause I was just about to ask about like creative differences, like you know, how do you guys manage that? Because you know, each uh, are you guys kind of like same on the same page when it comes musically, or do you guys just kind of um, you know um, hash it out like anybody else? You know, you kind of you know sit, all sit down and you kind of like I don't know if you vote and say, well, we're going to do this way. I mean, if you want to do it that way, or do you? You know, how do you guys keep up that, you know, going the same musical direction? Because, you know, anytime you have a situation, a group of individuals, you know, obviously people are going to have, you know, different um, opinions, different, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Your personality may be different from the other personality, you know, and you guys may uh, feel that different things are uh, the way to go. How do you guys deal with that? You know, um, what I found, I... I did have that kind of situation when I was in cover bands when we were trying to decide was the right cover, you know. But when I left the cover band situation and really I'm just dealing with professional musicians, which is what mm-hmm. my band is, um, we're all full-time at this, it's a lot different. You don't really have the same sort of argument about sounds because what I found is true – professional musicians, they just like original material. And it doesn't have to be, you know, let's say that they primarily work in jazz. It doesn't have to be a jazz sound. They like they like variety like anybody else. So, you know, we haven't, if it's a good song, they like it, you know. Um, and, and there's been absolutely no pushback at all. And I've co-wrote um, with a couple band members and, you know, we're really good on collaborating together and then the rest of the stuff I've written um, with other folks and brought into the band. And uh, I haven't had, you know, the, some of the reaction is they like some better than others, but I haven't mm-hmm. had a, a reaction of they don't like a particular song at all. And, you know, it has never gotten to the point where I don't like the song, I don't want to play it out, I don't want, you know, we just haven't had that. Um, so I guess we're blessed in that regard. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um well, you know, I know, like, um, you know, after a while, like, any, anybody who's been around, like, you, you're going to kind of start to, you know, have the, you know, it's like, that's like having a, a, a good friend, right? After a while, you guys are going to, you know, you see what you guys like, and you'll see, notice you guys have a lot of things in common, and, you know, you'll start to say, okay, well, you'll see that, hey, we like a lot of the same things. So, you know, um, you know that's a great situation if, it, if it's, ends up being something like that, you know, oh, we, we kind of like the same style of music. We kind of like the, you know, we, we like the same clothes. We like the same, you, you know what I mean? Yep, yeah. I'm just using that for an example. Like, if you had a good friend, you know, after a while, you guys, you know, you kind of see that you, um, you know, like a lot of the same stuff, and that's why you guys are good friends, you know what I mean? Yep, yep, it's true. And, you know, we've done two tours, like, in a, one in a, large van and one in a large bus. Um, the bus one was definitely super fun, but super expensive. So you only do that once. And <laughs> the van is more typical um, for the size of the you know, band we are. Um, and it, that was still 
really fun. I mean, we were out on the road the first time three weeks, and then we came back for like a month and a half, and then we went back out um, for six weeks. And we had, I have only fond memories of it. I mean, of course, you always have your instances that happen, but those are funny. They're they're kind of funny at the time, and they're funnier, obviously, later on. But, you know, we, you know, you share a lot of things when you're on the road together and when you all have the same objective, which is play great music. Um by the end of the tours, you are so tight musically, and you know what to expect and anticipate each other is doing. I mean, it really gets to be fun, a lot of fun. And uh, I think that's where we ended up. Oh, wow. I mean, that's definitely a good thing, you know, if you guys are able to, uh, you know, get to that point. You know what I mean? Like, uh, well, uh, over the, the span of you guys, uh, you know, your career in, in the seven albums, like, um, you know, how often have you guys been able to uh, get out here and tour, you know? Uh, we have, I mean, right now we, we kind of do sporadic dates um, as mm-hmm. far as a tour where we were in the bus and going, playing out every night. We haven't done one of those tours for a couple of years. I mean, those take a lot more coordination and um, planning um so but we've been you know we're we play out monthly um of course now starting this um residency in Miami we'll be playing out weekly down there and mm-hmm. uh then we'll see we may we may extend it past the summer um if it feels like a good fit and you know go from there it's um it's one of those where we're trying we we did a residency up in New York for a year and a half and that was great fun and um so I enjoy residencies you get you get uh you get to kind of hang your hat a place and and get to really know the people there which is nice Oh okay why well, and uh when you do that residency do you uh cuz that that's a long time you know that's like 18 months did you guys like uh end up staying in New York for the whole year and a half or did you just commute there every time you did the show we just commuted. you know how- Oh, yeah, okay. we just and are you guys so, located in Florida or like where you guys like uh centrally located at, the, at? At the time we were located in Washington DC. So it was really just a three hour drive up there and, and three hour drive back. So it, it, it worked out. Um you know, we couldn't necessarily do a residency that way now, but um but you never know. I mean there 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 if there's a will, there's a way, right? <laughs> Oh yes, ma'am. It is. I, I can totally agree with that. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, I, I know I was you know jumped in their car and drove seven eight hours, sometimes ten to twelve. You know, uh, do their show, maybe spend the night and hop in their car and drive back. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And and you know sometimes you have to do those. Um, sometimes you choose to do them because they're easier. And mm-hmm. you know when you're doing a residency, it is easier than having to get a hotel room. And I mean mm-hmm. we did the hotel thing the first couple times, and they were like, oh man, it's just a pain. Check in, check out, move your stuff, get parking and stuff like that. Versus go in, do the show, come back. It just you know sometimes it's just easier. Oh, I can definitely agree. So, you know, just it, it just depends on you know what you're able to. Like I said, sometimes like like you were just saying, like it, it may be uh, a bit of a hassle to, to go through that and you know have because a lot of times you know you can't um, 
you know, you can't plan for events that happen. Like, you know, you may have got a, a great deal in the hotel, you know, one time, right? And you come back two weeks later, and that same hotel is triple the raid, and then you got to go further out, and, you know, it becomes a hassle. You know, you got to go looking around to, to find a deal because, you know, you know, no one's rich here, so you, you want to, you know, you best, you definitely want to, you know, keep a budget. That's what, you know, with anything that you're doing, that you're doing you, you got to keep a budget. You know what I mean? Because you be spending all over the place, and if it becomes a better situation, well, you know what? It's only three hours. So that to me, you know, that just makes sense. It's not like it was a ten-hour drive. You know, three hours. I mean, you can you can uh, you can do that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, that's the yeah. And um, I think people forget how that works um, because you have uh, all these um, folks who are, you know, constantly. They're around you, and they don't they don't see that you gotta load you gotta unload you got <laughs> you got sound check i mean there's a there's a lot of stuff that goes on so if you can eliminate one packing or unpacking kind of area that you are having to deal with all the better you know i i de- i definitely agree you know what i mean 'cause like a lot of times um you know i don't I'm not sure I lodge your 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 band is but you know I know like sometimes they have to hire like roadies and stuff just to go with them to try with them just to do like setup and breakdown because you know they don't have the time in between like sound checks and stuff like that you can't account for you know your flight getting in late or you know you're stuck in traffic and you don't get there in the time that you allow it for all that stuff to happen you know so a lot of times they end up, you know, hiring like roadies and stuff like that that kind of will come in, you know, set up their show, break down their stage and all that, that, that sort of thing. Yeah. I. But, you know, it's all part of, it's the work part of it, right? <laughs> you can only, I mean, you know, performing is the fun part and through all fun there's always, there's always a little bit of work. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, definitely. But you know, you know what they say. You know, if it's something you enjoy doing, it's no longer work. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And what made you, uh, you know, pursue that path? Because a lot of people, you know, I, I've I've known people that uh, they may be good at something, right? And for whatever reasons, they don't pursue it. They end up, you know, I don't know if they give up too soon, but they end up, you know, not pursuing that. May, may pop, you know, sometimes God-given talent, or you know, just. They they have this talent and they're working at the post office or something like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think because this is a hard business, I think it's really easy for people to get frustrated. Um, it is very frustrating, and if you, you know, don't see progress, I think it's it's extremely easy to say, okay, I'm just I'm giving up my music career. It's too expensive. It's too time consuming. It's too it's too it's too and and they do quit. You know, they um that's without a doubt. Mm hmm. Yeah, that that's I mean I'm not there yet, thank goodness. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well yeah, I'm, I'm still like I'm I said, still working you, it, so. you should never give up when you do because you, you you never know that uh big break could have been right around the corner, you know, and sometimes people are throwing the towel just slightly too soon. They throw in the towel and you know, next month was your big break but you, you kinda quit before that happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. And it, and if it's something that you're, you're passionate about, like you're gonna do, we got you know, like if it's something you're really, truly passionate about, you're gonna do it like no matter what because it's just in you to do. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I I think it's you know, um, that would be my guess as to why you see a lot of people who'll start and then end up 
over at uh, Starbucks or, or whatever. Of course, I know a lot of folks that, you know, they'll take a, a part-time job at, you know, pick a restaurant, you know, similar mm-hmm. to the acting community to, you know, make ends meet, but so that they can still focus their majority of their time on their craft. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's that's kind of, you know, that's that's the way it's, I think, in many regards it's supposed to work because that you've got this sort of part-time job that allows you to pay the bills and then, you know, you continue to work on your craft and work on your craft and work on your craft. And, and um, I, you know, I think most of the musicians that I know, like, for instance, teach music. Um, that's their either their almost full-time job, it's at least their part-time job. Um, and, you know, then they do their gigs at night and do studio work and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, most, most definitely, most definitely. I, I, I see that, you know, like you said, with the actors, most actors that you I run across that have, you know, had, you know, some sort some of level of success, and even the ones who are, like, you know, huge uh, actors now, they most of them have that story. The majority of them have that story, like man, you know. Let me tell you what I what I was doing. You know, I was trying to become a you know become a big time actor. You know, you oh, find yeah. out they were all working some you know waiting tables or, or something because they had to have you know that freedom, uh, some job that allowed them freedom that at any any moment. Because you know you know how it goes, especially in that uh, entertainment field. You know how it goes. Any moment, opportunity could pop up and. And, and if you want to be successful, you have to take that opportunity. You can't just say, "Oh man, I can't get off. I, I, I you know, I got to go talk to my boss." You, you cannot be in that position. Or just nine times out of ten, that type of situation just will not work. If you're not ready to go uh, when that opportunity comes. I could not agree more because you can't. If you if you're known as somebody that, oh, oh I called them last minute and they were available, then they're going to call you again. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, I I agree. You can't you can't can't turn those down. And if you've got, you know, if you're ended up in a situation where you don't have that flexibility, it became it becomes extremely challenging to really perfect your craft and really make headway on what you're trying to do. Oh, most definitely. Like, um, so where um can the listeners like um find your, your you know find your music find out more about side effects and, and and Kim Cameron like how can they you know connect with you guys? Okay, um, best is to go to our website and the website is side s i d e f x music dot com. There's links to all our social networks. We're big Twitter fans, and we of course have a Facebook page which is called Side Effects and Kim Cameron. Um, we have a Twitter page that's called Side Effects Band. We have a YouTube page that's probably the best representation of all the stuff we've got going on, which is um, youtube.com slash side effects and Kim Cameron. We have a Vine, um, which I, I'm trying to remember what that – I think that's called the same thing, side effects Kim Cameron. And, of course, we have Instagram, which is called side effects Kim, Graham, uh, Kim Cameron. So, um and a Tumblr, but we have all those links up on our website on the front page, so you can click and and follow us on our journey. Um, you know, social media has been great to uh, be able to share things with our fans and, and keep people updated of what things happen. And then I always post a weekly blog, um, tell people what's going on, and, and um, 
uh, of course, you know, whenever we have shows and things, we we post beforehand and after and pictures of who we met and you know, so it's a lot of fun. Oh, definitely, definitely, and and um, and I see you guys are you, you guys are definitely um, you de- I've seen your you guys social media pages and your YouTube. You, your your following is definitely growing. You're definitely um, you know, starting to you know, um, you definitely have that momentum going. You know, where people are you know definitely checking out the band, and and I think that could be a good thing too because like as far as like um, you know, connecting with your you know your fans and you know be able to go to different um you know cities and different um you know, um whether it be domestic or internationally and uh you know do and be able to perform so i you know i think uh having those platforms you know will definitely allow you to do that stuff in the future like um what's in the future can we expect a, a new is a new album in the works um you know is a, is a new um you know what's the situation for the future for uh side effects and Ken Cameron? well i will i'll never say that we don't have something in the works but um right now we're we're heavily trying to promote and tour with our current album, um, No Regrets, mm-hmm. since that is really only a couple months old. So we'll keep working that one for a while and then surprise our fans uh, if we decide to release an eighth album. We may just go and release individual singles and kind of leave the album mm-hmm. alone for a while. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, right now we're having so much fun with this current album, No Regrets, that um, – that you know the the uh, future is wide open. Oh, definitely, definitely, and that, and that's kind of like old school, man. You know, don't yeah, don't rush it. Like like I said, don't don't get caught up in this uh, you know, in that trap because like we were just talking about earlier, everybody's you know running and putting out music at such a high pace. You know, you don't really give the fans time to enjoy the album. You know what I mean? Like it used to be, yep. the single will come out, then you wait like another three months or so till you hear the next song off the album. Now, man, people want to hear your whole album in the first month, and then next month they want to go out to, where's the next album? Nah, exactly. it doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, that's the problem is that, it, uh, you know, we have to, uh, um, people are, are in, they all have ADD. They're, they, you know, they, and they want instant gratification as well. Yeah. So. I don't know how we got to that, to that instant gratification society, you know, like everything has to be now, now, now. Exactly. You know, is that now you you, you kind of want to move on to the next thing? Just want to tell them to just just wait, just wait. But on the flip side of that, people always want what they can't have, you know. So of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you kind of you know, if you can drip feed people, man, like that 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 I think that'll also work too because you always want what you cannot get. Exactly. I couldn't <laughs> agree more. Man, well, I definitely enjoyed having you on the show, Kim. We thank you so much for well, taking time you. out your, you know, your busy schedule to join us, man. Like, you know, you guys, are, uh, you know, I'm gonna have to come check a show out. You know, like, um, you know, I see you, you guys. I'm gonna go on your website and you know see where you guys are gonna be at. And if I'm ever in that area, I'm, I'm gonna pop up in one of the shows, man. From uh, wherever in the same lady. area, I, I'm gonna definitely just come through and just check you guys out in person. And, you know that will, but hey, man, get... you know, I'm, I'm the guy we were on the radio show with, you know, a, a while back, you know. <laughs> Came to, came right. to uh, you know support, and we are we'll give you the uh, star treatment. I would love that. You know what I mean. I would love that. Just to you know that that camaraderie. You know, and um, you know, I'm just like uh, you know, man. I want to say congratulations on all you guys' success, man. And I wish you guys nothing but more continued success. You know, um, I know it's going to be hard because like when I look at all you guys' uh, accolades and compliments, you know, and accomplishments, it's kind of like. 
how do you top this? You know what I mean? Yep, yep. I agree. Do you guys ever feel well, that in any way, Ken? Like, how do we top ourselves? Well, you you keep – it's still hard, but we keep – we keep learning to to be able to talk about our accomplishments. I mean, you you know, it's 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 like how do I not brag but tell people what's going on? It's always a balance, but um, but we keep we, we keep chipping away at those too. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, it's, it, to me, you know, it's not, it's not, it's, you know, to me, it's not. It's, I look at it more as like something about being proud. You know, who wouldn't be proud of their accomplishments? I mean, you know, realistically. That's like with anything, you know. If you want to spell and be at school, you're you're, you're happy about it, you know. Any, yeah. you're proud of what you did. Oh yeah. So you should, yeah. You know what I mean. So I mean, you know, definitely, man. So um, one more time, tell listeners, hey, you know, where, where to find find the band and everything, get their information and get their next fix and and, and how to go. Definitely check out, you know, what, what I'm trying to tell them here. Go, you know, go check out this site, sideeffectsband.net. Is that's the correct website? Sideeffectsband.net is one. Sideeffectsmusic.com. Both of them will get you to the same place. Oh, definitely, man. Y'all definitely go like just go look. Just go under look. You know, look under look on that website. Look under you know their press. You will see what what I'm talking about. How much you know work these. How much work this band has put in. You know, so don't you know don't ever be deceived. And we see you know those other groups out here or music artists. You know they 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 don't have believe me they don't have this type of resume. You know I can I can almost <laughs> I can I can and I'm telling you that first thing I know. You know I've interviewed thousands of people. You, you know what I mean? And, and, and over the last couple of years I've been doing this, and you know not a lot of people just you know stack up like this. So man, we're we're excited, man, and um, I'm also excited. I was able to get you know one of the I was able to get your song, some of your songs on here. Uh, we so what we're gonna do is we're gonna get one of your we're gonna play uh, some of your music now. You know. Um, for listeners to hear, so you can introduce the the song if you would like. Would you like to sure. introduce Which it? Sure. Which one are you gonna play? Would you like for me to do it? Which one are you gonna play first? Okay, let me see. Um, I'm not. Sh- I don't know. Rolling Stone. We have Blind Love. Those are two I was able to get on here while we were on the air. Okay. Uh, why don't you do Blind Love, and I'll enter- you guys are listening to Lee. And this song is called Blind Love by Side Effects and Kim Cameron. Oh, okay. Well, y'all hold the line. We'll be right back.
Yeah, this movement can't be stopped. Side your road, block from bottom. My niggas with me on the top. All I know is the streets, so I keep me a hustle. All I know is the grind. Flip in, they make it double. They know I'm a beast, and they don't want trouble. And we in this bitch like Magnum Rubbers. All I know is the streets. So I keep me a hustle, all I know is to grind, flip it and make it double. They know I'm a beast, and they don't want the trouble. And we in this bitch, like that no rubble. Hey, it's a movement, I'm on my new shit. Just so stupid, flow so ruthless, ain't no blueprint. My whip ruthless, boy, you all talk, ain't gon' do shit. Slow the fuck down with that talking, you best to be backing up off me. I'm my everyday grind again about shit. I try about multiple houses, I'm a problem and you found it. Keep a team of killers around me from the cab to Fulton County. I dive in, but they drowning. Nigga, don't overstep your bounces on rims. Trump crowned, and if you ain't from around here, then don't get caught down here.
we want, they do what they can. Real, real is all I understand. 40 on my way, 35 and half. Don't pay me no mind though. I'm just on my grind, bro. Don't pay me no mind though. I'm just on my grind, bro. Don't pay me no mind though. I'm just on my grind, bro. Real, real, we stack figures, we double that. Don't pay me no mind, bro. On my hustle, time's full. All I know is real new. Supermarket buy low. Sour got my eyes low. They low key, I'm high post. My life is a movie. My makes for cosmos. My car is exotic. Color a Russian. Inside Natola. That's so disgusting. My outfit, your house no. Got this without dope. See, I am a hustler. You bust us, it's about bro. When I drop my movie, co-signed by white folks I do my way while you walk a tightrope Self-made, I run this, no need to respond trick I've been there, I've done that While you sound redundant like They say that money talks, so a hundred grand We do what we want, they do what they can Real, real, is all I understand 40 on my way, 35 and half. Don't pay me no mind though. I'm just on my grind, bro. Don't pay me no mind though. I'm just on my grind, bro. Don't pay me no mind though. I'm just on my grind, bro. Real, real, we stack figures, we double that. Watch me go get that and then come back with that. More than I left with, I married Lou Flip that. Ching, ching like jackpot. My tour bus, my trap spot. I am a nomad. America's my backdrop. This is not loco. I am by coastal. Passport got that mark. I'm paid for my boat coast. So cost a Honda. My features a Lexus. Money and diamonds. The stash is my necklace. What you talking, you is reckless That's why we winning and your squad is checklist We in the building, you not on the guest list We take it over, so come meet your breakfast like They say that money talks, so a hundred grand We do what we want, they do what they can Real, real, is all I understand 
don't pay me no mind though. I'm just on my grind, bro. Real, real, we stack figures, we double that.